Talk Radio. Just when I thought the dystopia couldn't get any more farcical. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. In deep state central Washington, D.C., Pride attendees march triumphantly behind the banner of what no one can deny symbolises the ultimate emblem of organic grassroots resistance. Lockheed Martin! Because nothing says marginalised and underrepresented like being sponsored by the world's largest defence contractor. Net worth $117 billion. We're endorsed by a company that sells weapons to dictatorships like Saudi Arabia so it can bomb kids in Yemen. Woo, we're the good guys. It's getting really difficult to satirise all this. We've reached the point where South Park is basically obsolete. We're CIA, we're gay, get used to it. This month we're proud of not only the gay agents that helped us coup and murder heads of state, but also the gay agents that helped us ferment dissent and make the coups sound like organic discontent among the populace in societies with regimes we dislike. Slay! You know for sure that hashtag love wins when the Air Force Global Strike Command amplifies your message. <laughs> Meanwhile, wholesome family-friendly entertainment month continues nationwide wide. Oh, I know, I know. I'm the snowflake for being triggered by rainbows. You f- still going on about that? Me trying to live my life, LGBT propaganda. <laughs> Why is the right so obsessed about LGBTQ? They bring it into everything. Yeah, you're weird for being fixated on flags. Say the same people responsible for this. What does it mean when my nation places a new flag in a position of primacy on the building that houses the president, you might be saying to yourself? Obviously means they're marginalised and underrepresented. Because nothing says institutionalised discrimination like the most powerful country in the world making their own flag subservient to yours. Just celebrate pride, it doesn't cost you anything. But the bigoted backlash continues. So we're seeing that now, where we never saw that before, where people are going, enough, right? enough, stop shoving this down everybody's throat. When I go to Target, I don't want to see, like, yeah, tuck pants, where they're designed to help you tuck your Like, hey, that's not normal. At a high school in California, of all places, students in a math class, which turned into a struggle session, were shown a Pride Month video. And they didn't produce, let's say, the proper reaction. Based Zoomers, but for disrespecting the alphabet people, they will be punished. Hey, I'll warn you guys now, if you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down and give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. Strange, isn't it, how the more everything is festooned with occupation flags, the more people begin to resent and question the whole thing. Meanwhile, Joe Biden surprised some by announcing that transgesters would be allowed to serve in the U.S. military. As commander-in-chief, I was proud to have ended the ban on transgender Americans. He also keeps bizarrely claiming that gay people are being kicked out of restaurants. When a person can be married in the morning 
and thrown out of the restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, something is still very wrong in America. Oh, contraire. The literal opposite is happening. Actually, very surprised to find out that a restaurant wouldn't serve our organization. The restaurant nicks the foundation's reservations, saying in part that the family foundation seeks to deprive women and those in the LGBT community of basic human rights. People are being arrested at pride marches for reading Bible passages within seconds. God is not... Oh yeah, but you're totally the ones being discriminated against. In California, the same Senator Scott Weiner, who suggested offering Drag Queen 101 as part of the K-12 curriculum, is now busy getting a bill passed that would brand parents who refuse to recognize the transgender identity of their own children as abusive if they're deemed to be anti-LGBTQ and potentially seize custody of their children. If a parent or guardian is unwilling or simply not ready to affirm their seven-year-old's new identity as they transition from SpongeBob to Batman, to Dora the Explorer, they can be found guilty of child abuse under AB 957 if it passes into law, said Nicole Peterson, founder of Facts, Truth, Law, Justice. Oh, they're not interested in your kids, though. We should be affirming our children in every possible way. It's Wednesday, June 14th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Infowars.com, band.video. Never a slow news day in particular here at Infowars, but today is particularly fraught with insanity. So many videos to show you. I don't even know how the hell I'm going to get to all of them. But my lord, is there a lot of stuff to uh, talk about. So let's just, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks. Your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 14th of June, 2023. Trump has been indicted on the 37 counts. He pled not guilty. He gave a speech right afterwards saying it was no coincidence the DOJ indicted me on the very same day the FBI turns over documents alleging a Biden bribery scheme. Former President Donald Trump highlighted Tuesday his indictment came the same day House Republicans reviewed a document that's alleged to tie then-President Vice President Joe Biden to a $5 million bribery scheme. He spoke at his Bedminster, New Jersey golf club following his arraignment at the U.S. District Court for Southern for the Southern District of Florida on 37 federal counts relating to the documents case. He pointed to the FD 1023 document that the Republicans on the House Oversight Committee obtained and reviewed on Thursday that allegedly links Biden to a bribery scheme involving Ukrainian energy company Burisma. Again, just pointing out the sheer coincidence that uh, these things happen on exactly the same day. And yesterday there were a number of congressional or senatorial sessions where the head of the FBI or heads of the Justice Department as well as some coronavirus task force people uh, really got a, a very stern talking to. We'll show you some of those clips a little bit later. And then, of course, we will inevitably demand more. We want action, not words. But we'll show you those videos a little bit later. Meanwhile, FEMA to give $363.8 million under the guise uh, to non-federal entities to provide shelter for illegal aliens. Under the guise of humanitarian concern, 
FEMA has enacted the Shelter and Services Program, funneling $363.8 million of taxpayers' money in the fiscal year 2023 to non-federal entities claiming to support U.S. Customs and Border Protection in the safe, orderly, and humane release of illegal immigrants. So just minting fortunes as they collapse the border and invade your country. Just making millionaires out of the people who are helping to facilitate the full-scale replacement of the native population. It's really something else. Get more into that later as well. This is uh, probably a pretty big deal, this next story. Belarus starts taking delivery of Russian nuclear weapons. Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko said his country has started taking delivery of Russian tactical nuclear weapons, some of which were three times more powerful than the atomic bombs the U.S. dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945. The deployment is Moscow's first move of such warheads, shorter-range, less powerful nuclear weapons that could potentially be used on the battlefield outside Russia since the fall of the Soviet Union. Quote, we have missiles and bombs that we have received from Russia, Lukashenko said in an interview on the Russian state TV channel, which was posted on the Belarusian Belta state news channel's uh, telegram. The bombs are three times more powerful than those dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And he says essentially that they're not afraid to use them should their country come under attack from Europe. So just another and in this case a major step towards Nuclear conflict, full-scale nuclear war, atomic exchange, and just the horrors of World War III. You know, maybe there have been times like the Cuban Missile Crisis when the world has been more so on the brink of nuclear exchange between Russia and America. But never has there been a time that we've been both on the brink of nuclear exchange and nobody seems to care. That's the unique thing that we're driving towards this inexplicably horrific fate and hardly anybody's even reporting on it. One story on Reuters, like a nuclear warhead's moving to uh, Belarus. Anyway, moving on, like completely insane that there's not like extreme outrage and consternation about what's going on here. Very odd. Moving on, though, uh, Wuhan lab scientists researching coronavirus were the first to contract COVID-19. Scientists conducting research on novel coronaviruses at the Wuhan Institute of Virology were the first humans to contract COVID-19, according to a new report. Patients zero include Bin Hu, Ping Yu, and Yan Zhu. Scientists researching SARS-like viruses at the Institute, according to an investigation by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, published on the uh, Substack newsletter, Public. The three scientists were researching gain-of-function experiments with the virus, which increases the infectionness and makes pathogens stronger in order to better understand their dangers. When they became sick in the fall of 2019, multiple U.S. government officials reportedly told the journalist. And we're all just learning this now. Yeah, they created the virus on purpose. They created it in a lab. They performed gain-of-function program to make it transmissible to humans. They released it. On purpose, this was an attack. None of this was by accident. This is the thing maybe we need to get through to people. Maybe we'll spend some time on that a little bit later. Trying to explain to people that they're under attack. It's a very strange position to be in, but here we are. You are under attack. These things didn't just happen. Your children were given mental illnesses because they were locked in a room for two years. They 
are not up to speed with their education because they were forced to wear a mask and do school over the Internet. They have been injected with a gene-altering serum that is probably giving them turbo cancer. None of this is normal, and none of it just happened. This was an attack. People designed this and then implemented it. You are under attack. Spend some time on that a little bit later. Finally, we have this. Starbucks denies union allegation of a ban on pride decorations. The coffee chain maintains it's still not caving to far-right attacks on LGBTQ people despite union reports. I think they actually changed this headline. I think when I originally read it, it was like, Starbucks takes down pride decorations halfway through Pride Month in cowardly display of capitulation to the far right. Uh, Yeah, basically all of these massive corporations now are realizing how incredibly unpopular pride is becoming and frankly has probably always been. It's just Christians, conservatives, Americans tend to actually – practice what we preach and sort of a you do you mentality we aren't like offended that people of other religions exist we don't get the same courtesy of course every year you can read angry letters in the newspaper about people furious that christians have you know christian decorations up christmas decorations that are extremely offensive to people who aren't christian like I get it. You can't you know, tolerate that sort of stuff. But Christians and America and the morality and ethics that actually founded and built this country actually do sincerely believe in tolerance. So for the most part, even though we didn't like it, we just sort of ignored all the pride decorations. But now you're going after our children. And so we are getting sick of it and we're not being tolerant anymore. So big corporations are realizing this and are desperately and quietly trying to you know, just kind of turn back some of their pride decorations, some of their pride celebrations. And this, of course, is um, equivalent of genocide in gay people, I guess, is how it's being portrayed. And, uh, yeah, the, the gay activists are not happy about it. You will, you will spend the entire month celebrating gay pride. You will or you will be destroyed by their billionaire partners. Yeah, uh, Starbucks has banned pride decorations in stores halfway through Pride Month. The company's workers' union claimed Tuesday, if true, it would be a stunning cave to far-right anti-LGBTQ fury. But the coffee chain denies that any such policy is in place. Wow, it's a nice coffee shop you have there. It'd be a, it'd be a shame if someone were to boycott it. It'd be a shame if conservatives were to actually flex their financial might. What's the, oh, okay, yeah, the original title. Yeah, it's, it's kind of just what I just read. Starbucks take down pride decorations, disgusting cave far right. Yeah, that's the original. A disgusting cave. How dare you actually do something that's good for your company because your customers don't like having sexuality shoved down their throat. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. They didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it. 
and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep. And it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have international news as African leaders head to Russia to try to find some sort of peace deal with Ukraine and also continue the devaluation and decoupling of the U.S. dollar around the world. We've got just massive scandals here in America, hundreds of millions of dollars going towards paying for your invasion and replacement. We've got Gamergate 2.0. We'll get into that as the backlash against the LGBTQ programming enters new and even more absurd phases. But let's stick for the time being with the indictment yesterday of President Donald Trump, completely unprecedented event in American history. And, you know, we can just say right now, unless unless you have proof that Trump was, you know, I can't even think of anything. I can't even think of anything that these documents could have to do with that would be more damaging, more dangerous, more objectionable than the fact that you have politicized judicial system in this country. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing in the papers that could be worse than that. I mean, unless he's literally trying to start a proxy war somewhere that'll lead to a million deaths, but that's more like what's in the papers of the Bidens and the Clintons. That's not what's in the papers of Donald Trump. So almost without even getting into the details, I can just say outright, like, I don't care. I don't care if he's even guilty. I don't care if he's even broken some laws. Nothing that he could possibly be accused of at this point is more damaging, more dangerous, more fundamentally at odds with the formation of our country, its foundation, and its ruling and guiding principles, than that you have 
the Justice Department going after the current president's primary political opponent using whatever charge. Like, it doesn't even matter. If the charge is true, so what? They wouldn't be pursuing it if it wasn't a political indictment. So that's the destruction of our country. That's the end of the American experiment as we know it. Just so we're clear. It's completely insane. But of course, he was arraigned yesterday in Miami, turning into pretty much a campaign event. There was some, some chaos there. One very serendipitous occurrence where a man with a sign that said, lock him up, was indeed later locked up. <laughs> it was kind of odd. Clips, uh, clip 21 here is uh, the guy with the sign saying lock him up. And then if you want to go to uh, clip seven after that, it's actually the shot of this guy wearing the prison jumpsuit, anti-Trump protester, running in front of the motorcade, getting hauled away and indeed locked up. Just another little bright spot of absurdity in the clown show we call current American politics. A little, little pro tip. Uh, never stand in front of a presidential motorcade. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched a presidential motorcade go by. They usually drive at like 100 miles an hour no matter where they're going, and they're not going to stop for you. So uh, mercifully pulling that guy off the road rather than just plowing over him, as would be justified <laughs> when you're carrying around uh, VIP in a motorcade and you don't know if that person trying to stop your motorcade is doing it for some nefarious reason. Anyway. That was just a little sideshow. That was the that was the side tent, the, not the big tent circus show here. Trump gave a pretty powerful speech afterwards at his Bedminster, New Jersey golf club. I want to go now to a video where he really lays out just how absurd and, and dangerous these charges are. Let's go now to clip number twelve. Here is Trump yesterday after the indictment. To go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden. They just said he would. Uh, and the entire Biden crime family. Dr. Biden. Name a special prosecutor. And all others involved with the destruction of our elections, our borders, and our country itself. They're destroying our country. And when I'm reelected and we will get reelected, we have no choice. We're not going to have a country anymore. I will totally obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state. And we know who they are. I know exactly who they are. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They want you silenced. And I am the only one that can save this nation because you know they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I just happen to be standing in their way and I will never be moving. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country and we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. We will obliterate the deep state. That's the type of campaign talking point I can get behind. 
Now, of course, he also pointed out that it was no coincidence the DOJ indicted him on the very same day the FBI turned over documents showing that Biden was bribed with $5 million from a foreign country. And we've got a couple clips to show on that. Josh Halley really doing a great job grilling the FBI. Not enough, not nearly enough, and we'll explain what would be enough on the other side. But Tucker Carlson also came out with the third episode of his Twitter show. Yeah, we won't, we won't show it here. I mean, the whole 13 minutes is certainly worth watching. But he lays out essentially the thesis is that there's one thing that both sides of the aisle in Washington agree on, and that's war. And no matter what the war is, they're all behind it 110%. He basically pinpoints a moment in the 2016 campaign when Trump said that we should have never gone into Iraq that there were no weapons of mass destruction, and that they knew there were no weapons of mass destruction. And Tucker really highlights that as the moment that the deep state slated Donald Trump for total destruction. And in a way, you kind of have to agree. After all, you see who's against Trump, whatever you want to call it, the old guard, the deep state, the blue blood Republicans, the Democrat establishment, the permanent class in Washington will you know, viciously attack each other over just about any topic. But when it comes to war, they are lockstep hand in hand with the media as well. The media, the only time the media ever said Donald Trump, quote, looked presidential was when he was announcing a missile strike against Syria that they were giddily expecting was going to lead to a wider Middle East conflict. So whether it's the mainstream media or the corporate monstrosities or the permanent Washington political deep state permanent class, they all align against Trump and for war. And I don't think Tucker Carlson is off the mark on that. And it's very good to see him really being able to take the gloves off as during the show, he actually shows clips from Fox News mocking them and calling Pompeo basically the worst names you possibly can. He probably wouldn't have been allowed to do is actually still on Fox. We're allowed to do whatever we want because we have InfoWarsStore.com and you go there and buy products and keep us on the air. And then we mock these people relentlessly. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, and they fund their operation. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Covered sort of how Trump has reacted, how some of the right wings reacted to Trump's indictment. 
recognizing that it has nothing to do with the accusations being made, even whether he's guilty or not. I mean, the point is that it's all a farce. I mean, it's all the kangaroo court shadow puppet show. I mean, nobody's falling for this. Nobody thinks that the people in Washington are some principled moral actors that are just pursuing where the truth takes them like it could not be more obvious and of course the dichotomy of what's happening with the bidens right now versus what's happening with trump it just couldn't be more clear it, you couldn't have written a movie to be more well, serendipitous is the right word but certainly these things happening at exactly the same time it's very coincidental very illuminating to those who are paying attention of course we have a story that we'll get to in a little bit uh, showing that on mainstream media, not a single second has been covered or has been dedicated to the coverage of Joe Biden's Burisma bribe. Not a single minute. I mean, maybe they'll mention something vague about Marjorie Taylor Greene saying something, but they don't get into detail. Haven't even covered bombshell documented evidence of massive corruption that led to a war. I just, I mean, bombshell massive blows watergate out of the park scandal not even touched by the mainstream media so normal americans don't even don't even know what we're talking about if we reference you know joe biden's bribe or burisma no idea they're not told it they don't go look for it so they don't know it very sad that's the case of course the right wing just understands exactly what this is but it's worth sort of looking at how the left wing is covering this too because it's pretty hilarious the Guardian has this story. Donald Trump's arrest is ugly, but it's also democracy in action. Oh, really? Oh, is it, though? What's ugly about it? I mean, what's ugly about it, though? Uh, to me, what's ugly about it is that you've got the deep state, which has persecuted Donald Trump knowingly on false evidence provided by his political opponents uh, for the last seven years at this point, relentlessly pursuing made up allegations in order to get an excuse to spy on him, subvert his agenda and rebuke the will of the American people. I mean, that's, what's ugly about it. So how is that democracy in action? I mean, it just makes no sense. They note that, uh, of course he was uh, arrested at first for first American former president to be charged with federal crimes, 37 counts, to be precise, related to his retaining and failing to return reams of sensitive classified documents that weren't his to keep, which isn't even necessarily true. There's like a few documents, but then they have pictures of just like walls of bo- you know, boxes all along the wall. And it's like, okay, maybe out of those 20,000 pages, one of them is technically classified. But even that, you're getting into the weeds. It's just like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's nothing. This is absolutely nothing. As bizarre as this historic episode was, it also seemed familiar. There was Trump waving as he approached the federal courthouse in Miami, wearing his usual boxy blue suit and two long red tie after denying everything that is obvious and depicting himself as the aggrieved victim of a politicized system. Again, I don't even understand how you could think it's anything else. Like, they're just lying. There's no way that they actually think that this is anything legitimate. I just refuse to believe that they are buying into this charade they're lying to you they know it's a lie and they're playing along with it 
uh, Trump continually, they say, Trump continually tries to draw a connection where there isn't one between being popular and being above the law. Maybe it works like that in authoritarian countries, but it's not the American way. So I guess the idea of democracy is not that the most popular person is chosen. It's that a tiny cabal of deep state, unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats get to arbitrarily charge their enemies and people who stand against them with whatever crime is convenient at the time. That's democracy, according to The Guardian. You know, NPR is even more schizophrenic in their coverage. They say Trump indicted on 37 counts in federal court. Here's what we still need to know. They have four political questions after Trump's second arraignment for criminal charges. They say he appeared quiet and somber in the Miami courtroom, hands clasped and leaning back in his chair, speaking, only, uh, speaking aloud only to other words not guilty to 37 counts stemming from his handling of classified documents. They say, astoundingly, it was the second time in three months that Trump has been indicted, and that's not counting the $5 million civil judgment against him for sexual abuse at the end of April. There are still two more criminal investigations looming, trials are coming, and Trump continues to be the front runner for the Republican nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that not strike you as a little bit suspicious? A little bit suspicious that Trump, as you just listed out, is under investigation for like five different things, none of which have anything to do with each other, all of which are totally spurious and baseless and completely reaching something that no other American, whether citizen or politician, would ever be faced with before. That doesn't strike you as a little bit odd. Like, it's amazing. I mean, they have to report it because it's it's true and obvious and everybody knows it, but they try to spin it as if this is somehow evidence of his criminality. I guess this is the dichotomy, the main dichotomy that we're working with is that half the country sees what's happening to Trump as evidence of an overly politicized judicial system that's going after Trump because he is a threat to the system. And the other half is in the throes of the system, brainwashed by the system and is convinced that persecution by the system is evidence of your danger and your, your badness and your evilness, which is hilarious because the people that believe in the system apparently this time for once are the people who every other time tell us this system is innately evil has to be dismantled completely is saturated completely and and just corrupted entirely by white supremacy and whatever other phrase they'll you know claim when trying to tear down the judicial system every other time now it's unquestionable and their mere accusation is proof enough for them to run with it as if it's absolutely true completely absurd but it doesn't even stop there They say Trump and his team seem to find certain comfort in chaos. They've been here before. Heroes who aren't captured, the Access Hollywood tape, allegations galore, firing an FBI director, the Mueller investigation, two impeachments, top lieutenants who flipped on him or went to jail, election conspiracies, and now two indictments and two more criminal investigations to go. Again, NPR is doing it for us. I mean, it's laying out the facts here that he has been pursued relentlessly, and every one of these things that they've mentioned – are things that he was exonerated for, were proven to be baseless, have nothing to do with Trump being some sort of criminal. The first indictment was over the Ukrainian phone call where he was investigating Burisma, which, again, we'll get into in just a little bit. Firing an FBI director, you mean the FBI director that was leaking things to the media and deserved to be fired. It wasn't even a scandal because Trump was the president of the United States and gets to decide who he hires and fires. The Mueller investigation, oh, you mean the two-year infinitely funded, infinite access to whatever communications of Trump and anybody he's ever met, they had it, they could get anything they want, and they came up completely empty 
entirely failed to find a shred of evidence that Trump did the slightest thing wrong when it came to the election or dealing with Russia or anything of the sort. So it's like they list these things as if they are proof of they almost blame Trump for it, right? They start this off by saying Trump and his team seem to find a certain comfort in chaos as if Trump is doing all of these things and, and starting impeachments against himself on purpose because he likes the chaos. So in other words, they inflict chaos on him. They launch indictment after impeachment, after accusation, after leak against him. None of it sticks because none of it is valid or meaningful or substantial in any way. And then they say, see, he just loves chaos. He keeps being embroiled in all of these scandals. Like the projection, the level of projection, the level of corruption, the level of complacency and complicity by the mainstream media as they you know, give cover to the people who are, as they mention, relentlessly attacking Trump year after year, month after month, day after day with totally absurd claims, trying whatever they can to throw him in prison. I mean, I don't know how you read this article and come away with any impression other than, yeah, the establishment and the deep state are doing everything they can to destroy Trump. And it doesn't even matter what the what their accusations are, because clearly their pattern of behavior shows that it's not about some bad behavior. It's about destroying Trump. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener supported. We're not subscriber based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it, but they put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine, true nascent. Iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks shift a little bit now and talk about 
some of the other, the, the actual scandals going on, the actual corruption that's not only not being investigated and reported by the DOJ and MSM, respect, uh, uh, before we do that, because we are going to shift over to that, and uh, I want to show, I want to show as much as I can of uh, Senator Josh Hawley's questioning of uh, the FBI. He actually goes uh, pretty hard on them, but also we'll get into it. We'll, we'll show you that clip and get into it here in just a second. Uh, I do want to mention, I think I may, I may have messed up a little bit. I may have gotten a little bit greedy yesterday. We put a video out yesterday. As you may know, American Journal is retaking social media. It's our social media jihad. It's a holy war. A crusade, if you will. Uh, that means we're uploading things to TikTok and Instagram now. <laughs> That's what I mean by that. Uh, but we've been having some uh, great success on it. Uh, I'm huge in South Africa, apparently, although half the people hate me for laughing at their country collapsing, which I'm not laughing at your country collapsing. I'm laughing at the fact that Bloomberg is celebrating the co- country's collapse as if it's good for the environment because you don't have electricity half the day. You're not producing po- pollution, and they say that's a good thing. Obviously, that's what I'm laughing at. But yesterday, we uploaded a video, and it started to do incredibly well on TikTok. It was getting like 10,000 views, like 1,000 views a minute. I mean, it was like doubling in views, 25,000. 10 minutes later, I look 50,000. 10 minutes later, I look 75,000. I mean, just absolutely just exploding. And same thing on Instagram, this video about basically just laying down the whole chain of corruption from Russiagate to Burisma to the Mar-a-Lago raid. And it was going up and up and up, views, views, views. I thought I'd get a little greedy because I was sitting there thinking, you know, we're getting all these views. And at the end, there's a little stinger that says, Matt, says madwaxworld.tv. And if you go to my profile, you can see Infowars. So, you know, maybe people saw it and were interested and wanted to. They could, you know, find us over at Infowars. But I thought, you know, maybe I'll put a little plug for Brain Force in. You know, maybe I'll just I'll do a little comment under the video, just a simple comment, no links or anything. I know the social media companies don't like links. I just put the words "Brainforce Plus" now on sale. Just assuming that if anybody saw that, they might search "Brainforce Plus" and see it. In other words, just trying to make hay while the sun was shining, or getting all these views. Might as well send some people to InfoWarsStore.com, and the views just like stopped. It just stopped rising. I mean, we got a hundred and something thousand views on TikTok in the first three or four hours. Then I went and did that. Then I went and commented brain for it. So I don't know if they have some sort of thing about, you know, average saying on sale now, like you can't say that, or if it's the brain force plus product itself. I may, I may have sort of shot myself in the foot on that one. Maybe we could have gone totally viral, but I made the mistake of trying to tell people to go buy brain force plus. So that was my mistake. So Help make up for my mistake by, one, go to these social media platforms and share the links if you can. Remember to go to AmericanJournal.info to find links to our TikTok or Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube where these videos are uploaded. Share them with your friends. Share them to your own feeds and help us get the information out since that is the most important point and the reason we're doing all of this. Try to spread this information, convince people the truth, disabuse them of the lies they've been told. And importantly, if you can go to InfoWarsStore.com. Brainforce Plus is now on sale. Brainforce Ultra also on sale. Buy them together, get them for 50% off now at InfoWarsStore.com as we continue our righteous war against falsehood by promoting reality at every pass. And with that, let's talk a little bit more about 
what's going on, the, what, the real scandals taking place, not the fake, fabricated, nonsensical scandals that they continually pile on Trump, but the actual proven, documented, real scandals from the Biden administration. And, you know, just to lay out how thorough, how unbelievably convoluted the Biden, Burisma, Hunter Biden scandal truly is. Luckily, we don't have to come up with anything. We can actually hear it from the horse's mouth. Hunter Biden himself has sent text messages where he's laid out the full scale and scope of their racket in his text messages. Kanoka the Great on Twitter posts this. The Bidens collected millions from Ukrainian oligarchs as unregistered foreign lobbyists, worked with the, quote, spy chief of China, attempted to broker a $9 billion deal for Vladimir Putin, engaged in money laundering and tax fraud, and the FBI concealed their crimes. And he posts this image of a screenshot of a text message from Hunter Biden to Haley, his niece, I guess. He says, you're right, Haley, and I find myself because I've chosen to alienate all my friends and family and employees and you and the kids and my kids, etc., very alone in dealing with rebuilding an income that can support an enormous alimony and my kids' costs and myself, dealing with the aftermath of an abduction and likely assassination, that's what the NYT suspects, of my business partner, the richest man in the world, the arrest and conviction of my client, the chief of intelligence of the People's Republic of China by the U.S. government, the retaliation of the Chinese and the ouster and arrest of U.S. suspected CIA operatives inside china my suspected involvement in brokering a deal with vladimir putin directly for the largest sale of oil gas assets inside russia to china a tax bill that eric left hanging over my business and dad's running for president and on top of it all dad's running for president like a trailer for some bad 90s movie the president's kid he's all mixed up with the hookers and spy chiefs in china and now his dad's running for president incredible absolutely mind-boggling the amount of corruption here and even in that in that text message the amount of like manipulation that you see like uh, sorry sorry I, I can't be there for you my business partner just got assassinated okay just like all right take care of your kids you scumbag it's just like just smoking crack just like having sex with eurasian sex slaves and it's just like i'm dealing with a lot right now I can't be there for my children. <laughs> Scumbags. Ridiculous. And of course, the latest of this is that there was this FD 1023 form that the FBI said didn't exist, but actually does. And they were forced to reveal it to the House Oversight Committee, who then reported on the contents therein. This has been a massive scandal where many bombshell claims, audio recordings, 15 of Hunter, two of Joe Biden himself, engaged in this transaction where 10 million dollars was funneled from the ukrainian oil company to hunter biden and joe biden in exchange for getting rid of the prosecutor that was investigating them because burisma and the wider company wanted to basically create an american company they wanted to move to america and they weren't going to be able to do that while they were under investigation in ukraine so they had to get that out of the way so they could make more money and they bribed the bidens on this and this is just I mean, not only is it a scandal, the level of the scandal is beyond anything that we've seen, but the amount of evidence that we have is like nothing short of Watergate. I mean, Watergate was a big deal because they had like audio recordings of Richard Nixon explaining the cover up 
to his, you know, co-conspirators, basically. Well, now we have that. We have the audio recording. They're not being released, obviously, because the FBI isn't actually interested in crime. They're interested in using the criminal justice system to progress political agendas, main one of which is to keep Joe Biden as a puppet in office. So they're not about to investigate these crimes. But the crimes are not only of a level that is unprecedented in, in recent history. You could make the argument. I mean, I think I think the amount of criminality, it's sort of hard to have anything that's beyond the pale when it comes to the Clintons, the Bidens, the Bushes, like the, Ch- the Cheneys, the McCains. Like, OK, all right. I don't know if you can actually exactly say like, well, this is too far when you've got these people starting wars and uh, murdering millions. It's all, I guess, a sliding scale. It's a spectrum of corruption. But certainly the amount of evidence is beyond anything, and the fact that the evidence is being covered up by the FBI is just another layer of this corruption. Would it surprise you to know then that, according to the Gateway Pundit, Trump-obsessed network, uh, new, network news outlets have spent zero minutes on the Biden-Burisma bribery allegations? They say if you needed proof, further proof that the mainstream media is nothing more than a public relations arm of the Democrat Party, you're in luck. Recent analysis from the Media Research Center has found that on network news outlets, they've spent almost 300 minutes reporting on Trump's indictment, zero minutes reporting on the bribery allegations against Joe uh, Joe Biden. It's not media, it's political advocacy for one party. Now, the truth is that they have nothing to combat this with. The truth is that if they had any way to spin this, they would be covering it and they would be claiming that you know, this is uh, the Trump cult. This is Trump derangement syndrome. These people are believing this Trump. But not Trump's making these claims. It's Chuck Grassley and Nancy Mace and other representatives in the Congress. So they're going with the tactic of silence. They're not reporting on any of this. So it's up to us and it's up to you out there. Try to educate your fellow Americans. Most people, I can't blame them, don't spend their time investigating what's actually going on. And they're not being spoon-fed this by the mainstream media. So to them, it just doesn't exist. Not happening. They're not aware. We'll have to change that. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll take your calls in the third hour of today's show since we don't have a guest today. We'll take your calls for the third hour, and we'll continue to cover the news and try to show you some of these incredible videos we have in the second hour. As we, we'll try to cover. We'll try to cover everything. We got 
We got the culture war with Gamergate 2 taken off. We'll explain what we mean by that. And of course, we have World War III breaking out. We've got new bombshell information from the mainstream media about the, well, both the creation of COVID, the outbreak of it, as well as some new vaccines that are already killing babies. Aren't you excited? Also, nuclear war. We'll get into all of that here in just a second. But let's stick with just the political maelstrom right now. The storm that we're currently uh, surrounded in. Because it's almost impossible to talk about these two things happening as they are happening simultaneously. As they actually have a lot to do with one another, as we've laid out. Um, This whole charade got started from the Russiagate lie investigating Trump, then everything they've had to do to cover up since then. I'll remind you that my interpretation that things that the FBI did, they did in such an egregious and obvious way because they did not think Donald Trump was going to win. They really thought Hillary Clinton was going to take it and they would have been in the clear, totally gotten away with it, scot-free. Unfortunately for them, Trump got elected and suddenly they had to start launching other investigations to cover up for the criminal investigations they'd already engaged in. When it comes to Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, either they have been completely let off, James Comey going up and saying, yes, she had uh, emails, 160 classified emails sent to unknown (laughs) email addresses on unsecure servers, on devices she destroyed with a hammer. I mean, just complete insanity. Or it was just completely hidden, totally covered up in the case of Joe Biden. Now, all of this is coming to light because of the acceptable work of the congressional Republicans. Like, at least they're doing something, not nearly enough, but they are doing something. So they've been able to force the FBI's hand in this and show them the documents that prove the bribes that Joe Biden took and the actions that he took as vice president because of those bribes. But CBS News was interviewing Representative Nancy Mace. She was talking about this whole charade, the document scandal versus Joe Biden. She starts dropping facts that CBS would rather uh, she not say. So then they pretend that there's audio issues. It's pretty amazing. Let's go now to clip number four. But again, the FBI had access to those documents. They had access to those boxes and they had access to all those rooms as well. Congresswoman, the FBI did not have access to those documents. There was a subpoena for those documents. And then the attorneys for Donald Trump said that they had given all of the documents over. And then that was not true. And then they had to have a raid. I remember yeah. last summer. Thank you so much, it was Congresswoman. And open I apologize the about the audio issues. Yeah, I'm sure. I apologize. I'm. We're having uh, an audio issue, but Congresswoman, oh, I thank yeah? you so much oh, for joining us. Are you having an audio issue? Oh, I bet. Just shameful. Just couldn't be more obvious. She literally is just like. She's just like, uh, the FBI had access to these. That's what was reported last summer. And was like, uh, excuse, uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, nuh-uh. But actually, nuh-uh. No, they did nuh-uh, though, actually. And then she like, looks off screen and is like, okay, uh, we're having uh, 
uh, audio issue. We're having audio issues. Uh, we got we got to drop you. Ah, darn it. Ah, sorry, uh, audio issues. I'll do that from now on. If I, if we get a call that I don't want to answer, I don't want to, I don't want to respond to. I'll just pretend there's audio issues. I mean, if it's that easy, if it's that obvious, just if I get a question I don't want to answer, it'll just be like, oh darn it. Oh sorry, audio issues. Yeah, guy. Jeez, oh, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> you wouldn't. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, second hour of American Journal is on. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us, of course. You can find a lot of videos that we're going to go to in this hour on Infowars.com. Including this one, the story at Infowars is this. FBI deputy director grilled by Senate Republicans over Biden bribery cover-up. Republican senators on the Judiciary Committee took FBI director Paul Abate to task over the FBI's withholding of evidence of a bribery scheme involving Joe Biden and his family. During Tuesday's hearing, Senator Ted Cruz pressed FBI Abate over whether the bureau was in possession of evidence alleging Biden took $5 million bribe from Ukrainian foreign national. He says, I'm not going to comment on, investi- on information we've received, investigations. Uh, this is an area I'm not going to get into when asked about the bribery allegation. Uh, Ted Cruz had a pretty good uh, smackdown of him. Uh, so did a couple of the other senators there. Marshburn, I think, was the other one who sort of grilled him. But really, Josh Hawley knocked it out of the park. So we're going to play most of, if not all of, the clip of him grilling this FBI director couple points I want to make, so maybe I'll interject here or there, but if, uh, if you at least want to see the appropriate amount of anger and just like not fury necessarily, but indignation from a senator to the FBI, this is it. And again, you're about to be extremely frustrated if you're not into like bureaucratic doublespeak because that's all the FBI has to offer, apparently. So let's go now to uh, clip number 20. Here is Josh Hawley grilling the FBI uh, deputy director about this document. Just insane. Let's watch. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Senator Hawley. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Abadi, let me just stay with you. You just started to answer Senator Blackburn's question that not releasing the 1023 or talking about it as a matter of life and death, question of life and death, you said. Explain. It is potentially a question of life and death for whom? with regard to the source of the information. So, okay. So now we've confirmed that the document exists. That's progress because the FBI director initially denied that it exists. Why did he do that? We, we have already and previously acknowledged the existence of the documents. Yeah. After you first denied it. Now, when a member of this committee read it, right, the FBI director, let's just get the record straight. The FBI director initially said it doesn't exist. Then Senator Grassley said, I've read it. Then he said, oh, okay, well, gotcha. I guess it does exist. Now you're going back and forth with members of this committee, what's in it. Why don't you just release it? Is it classified? The document is not classified. Okay. Will you commit to releasing it? Senator, we'll take that back, and we will work with you and this committee. Uh, How about just a yes or no? Will you commit to releasing this unclassified document that alleges that the President of the United States 
The president of the United States has taken $5 million or more in bribes from a foreign nation. The document has already been released pursuant to a subpoena to the House Oversight Committee. Has it been released to this committee? We will work with this committee within the parameters that are established to meet Will you release the document to the public? It's unclassified. Don't you think the American people have a right to see it? Uh, Senator, the document, as you know, contains sensitive information that has bearing on the life of the source of the information, potentially. You can redact the source's name. We do this all the time. In some instances, Senator, and I know you know this, that is not sufficient to protect people. And that's what we strive and work to do each and every day. And I hope you would take that seriously, too. Oh, I take it very seriously. But I also take seriously the fact that your institution has repeatedly abused its authority, has repeatedly targeted political opponents. Your institution is the one that went to the door of pro-life protesters with SWAT teams to try and intimidate people because of their speech. Your institution is the one that treated parents as domestic terrorists because of their speech. Your institution is the one that, according to the court, the FISA court, ran 278,000 unwarranted, probably illegal queries on Americans, right? That was your institution, correct? There, the, with respect to the compliance incidents, yes, some of the other things you cited, we can take them one by one. They are not compliance. You, you would characterize the unlawful querying 278,000 times of American citizens as compliance issues? We've said before, I've said that the totally unacceptable. Who's been uh, fired for it? Individuals involved uh, are handled through the disciplinary process. Who's been fired for it? We have, there, in, the, in the case of the uh, unintentional instance where something similar happened, we have fired people in the past. Wait, I, I'm sorry, what, what, what does that word salad mean? The unintentional instance where some, what, what does that mean? Who's been fired for the 278,000 times that you improperly or illegally queried the database for American citizens? When we Anybody? Fi- when we find intentional incidents. Well, you're saying that the 278,000 queries were unintentional? I believe that's correct. Wow, 278,000 times American citizens' information was queried by your agency unintentionally? That's your testimony? I would want to go back and check that, Senator. Uh, but well, that's yes, what you just told me. My understanding is that the vast majority of well, Wait, the, that's different. You just said it was. You just said it was unintentional. Now it's the vast majority. Which is it? Do you know? I would want to go back and check it. So you don't know? My understanding is that... Likely all are were unintentional. Likely, likely all, all now. So first nature. it was all of them. Then it was vast majority. Now it's likely all. So you don't know is the answer to the question. I don't know the answer as we sit here today, but I will Could find have started out with that probably. Who was fired for the lies to the FISA court for the Carter Page warrant? Who, who, who was fired for that? Anybody? Has anybody been held accountable for your institution deliberately lying to a FISA court to get a wiretap on an ongoing presidential campaign? There is an ongoing disciplinary process with respect no, to There's an ongoing disciplinary. Uh, yeah, we, Here's do, the deal. we can take that. I mean, it's, it sort of goes, uh, goes back and forth like that for a while. You know, like we might as well just be run by, by robots, right? Like we might as well just let AI run things because it's just as substantial as actually talking to a human being that has been trained in these rhetorical maneuvers i mean it's hilarious right they just answer something that is totally baseless and wrong 
and they just don't expect for somebody just to go, wait, what? And then they're like, oh, well, I mean, you know, it's just like, so has anybody been fired for that? And they're like, well, it was, uh, they were all unintentional. And they just expect that to, to be accepted. But all you have to do is go, wait, really? And then they're like, oh, well, I mean, it was, I mean, most of them were probable. I mean, I don't actually know. I, I did answer very confidently just now uh, as if I did know, but I actually don't because you, um, you asked me if I was sure, and I'm actually not. Like, they just expect to get away with this. And, of course, the Democrats let them. Right, just accept this, but just the slightest pushback and their whole claim completely collapses. And again, you've got this like, uh, we like to protect our sources, okay? Uh, we would hope that you would also like protecting human lives, sir. Like, really, that wasn't the excuse you used four seconds ago to deny this. I mean, it's just so transparent. It's so obviously manipulation. I don't get how anybody could fall for this. I don't get how this guy lives with himself, right? To be this level of a weasel, to be this slimy, slime never comes off. Like uh, Lady Macbeth, just slime all over him. Right, because he goes, and I, you know, I love that uh, Holly is like asking him a question about the document and the guy answers and he's like, oh, so the document does exist. Okay, because you just said that it didn't exist and we caught you in that lie. Now you're saying, well, we just can't tell you about it because of the, the confidential human source, where it's for his safety. Like, okay, well, why don't you redact the parts that would identify him? They're like, well, I just don't have to come up with another excuse, I guess, because they're just lying, because they're just lying. It's really not complicated. It's really not that elaborate. They're just scumbags. And, you know, the frustrating part to me Holly is doing a great job sort of grilling him. That's not enough. We don't want words. We want action. You are the Congress. You have oversight. Destroy them. And uh, maybe we'll play a little bit more because Holly, what he says next is kind of infuriating. I'll show you that and respond to it because this is why we lose. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. 
And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. Welcome back, folks. uh, We're done celebrating Josh Hawley for grilling the FBI deputy director. In an appropriate way, holding his feet to the fire. You know, exposing what a ridiculous farce all of this is. But now we're gonna now we're gonna do a little criticizing because the reaction that these Republicans are having. And I love Tucker Carlson yesterday showed the uh, clip of Governor Abbott, you know, illustrating like here's what's happening with Trump, where the rule of law is collapsing and a weaponized judiciary is acting like the SS and you know, going after their political opponents on behalf of the ruling party, sort of the end of America, sort of an ultimate cataclysm that represents the final move away from democracy towards total control by an unelected deep state cabal. Kind of a major thing. Meanwhile, Governor Greg Abbott is signing a bill about natural hair textures. You can't discriminate against natural hair. It's like that's the important thing you're doing. That's the announcement you make today of all days. You think the most pressing issue facing the state of Texas, state country of the United States currently facing, it's, it's hair discrimination. Okay. Completely nonsense. So this is uh, Josh Hawley. We'll, we'll go back to him talking about like just not not really getting what a big deal this is again he's sort of the best of the bunch he sort of gets it the most right but then to hear you know his solution to this or or sort of what the punishment for the fbi should be he's a little bit to be desired let's just say so let's go back to senator josh hawley here's the deal you're back in front of us asking for the reauthorization of extraordinary authorities Multiple courts have uncovered extraordinary abuses perpetrated by your agency. You are at the same time concealing information about serious allegations made against the president of the United States, even as your institution also targets his chief political opponent in an unprecedented way. Why would we ever give you the blank check that you want to continue surveilling American citizens in an improper manner? Why would we ever do that? Senator, we're here to talk about reforms today. I did get confirmation that the query... No, we're not. We're here to talk about the reauthorization of Section 702. Why would we reauthorize it, given your track record of abuse and illegal improper surveillance and political targeting? Why would we do that? Why would it be appropriate for this body to do that? We've made significant reforms and implemented corrective measures. We've seen significant progress as a result of that, Senator. The... uh, so you Queries say. that you mentioned early were, in fact, unintentional. That's what I was just told by my counterpart. That, that is an amazing. The earliest question, to, the earlier to, question. 
So your testimony is the 280,000 queries of American citizens was unintentional. That's your final answer? That's how they were assessed by that team that did the review. I'm not satisfied with that. That's yeah, why I don't believe we've that implemented further measures, as I announced earlier today. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that at all. And frankly, we've heard from your agency a thousand times that you're going to do better, will do better. You promised after the abuses of Title I you'd do better, and then we find out that in the meantime you're illegal query, illegally querying 280,000 American citizens' data. It's just it's unbelievable, frankly. Everything you say is unbelievable. Yeah, and maybe we won't give you a trillion dollars. I mean, we will. I mean, they definitely are going to pass that. They definitely are going to fund the FBI. There's not any doubt in my mind about that, considering that they just did, right? They just gave the FBI billions of dollars. More than they were giving them previously, they just agreed to build them an entire new headquarters for the FBI at the tune of uh, billions of dollars. So they are going to fund them. And this is what's frustrating. It's like what Josh Hawley lays out there is true. They are behaving in the most unlawful, unrestricted, un-American way you can possibly imagine. And Josh Hawley's like, you know, maybe – Maybe we won't write you a blank check. Do you ever think about that? Maybe we won't give you billions of dollars. Mm, now will you follow the law? No? All right. Well, here's the billions of dollars anyway, right? It's just – it's so pathetic. It's so lame. And even before that when he's just like, who was fired? Who was fired for that? And there's like uh, disciplinary action is taking place or whatever, senator. He's just like, well, okay, good. It's just like fired? Really fired? They should be fired? They should be fired at (laughs) they should be they should be facing a firing squad. Maybe like this is treason. This is the complete takeover of our entire system of government by unelected psychopaths firing them. Not going to solve the issue. Firing one or two low level agents who did the paperwork. Not going to solve the issue. These people need to be punished. They need to be charged. They need to be removed from their position and placed in custody while the investigation into their actions takes place. Not fired. Not just fired. Uh, you used, uh, you know, you work at McDonald's. You use the, the deep fryer to uh, you know, kill a child. Well, you might not have a job come Monday, mister. <laughs> It's like, no, no, this is a massive crime. This is a usurpation of your power as the Congress. This is treason. This is sedition. This is a takeover taking place of our government. Yeah, maybe somebody should be fired out of a cannon into the sun. Maybe somebody should be punished for this thoroughly and effectively by the courts. It's just so infuriating. Maybe we won't fund you. And the FBI is just like, do you have any idea how many black ops we have going on? Do you have any idea how much money the drug trade we break in on a yearly? Do you think we need your money, you peasants? The purse strings. They even went so far as to threaten contempt of Congress recently. If you don't hand over this document, we'll charge you with contempt of Congress. You know, the document that they're still talking about, that Josh Hawley is still questioning why they haven't released it. I'd like to know why they haven't released it. I'd like to know why they haven't been charged with contempt of Congress. Why haven't they been put on trial? Why haven't they been forced to hand over all of their communications? Oh, national security? I'm sure. No, it's a very convenient label to throw on anything that you want to conceal from the American people. 
but we elected you to be senators. You have the responsibility, the obligation to be a check and balance against the executive, which the FBI represents, a completely out of control, completely unaccountable federal police force. It's the most dangerous thing our country probably ever faced at this point. But Josh Hawley wants somebody to be fired. And he might consider not giving them a bonus this year. So, very nice rhetoric. Very, you know, impactful finger wagging. But let's see some action on this. Let's see Senate, Congress, maybe even, here's an idea, the state governors actually doing something to prevent the full-on, in-your-face destruction of our entire country. Is that, is that so much to ask? Is that so much to, to request that you do more than just talk at these people? So, no, I'm, I'm very happy they're grilling this guy. And I'm sure that guy, you know, had a very uncomfortable couple of hours before he just went back to doing the same thing that he's been doing and will continue to do. We're just watching America be stripped away from us in real time. Hand it over to these scumbags. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity. Every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent on iodine. Takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. So we're going to move on from the political stuff here. Move on to the more cultural aspects of what's going on. Let's talk a little bit about war a little bit later but there's a very interesting backlash that's taking place against lgbtq pride programming we showed you the video either earlier this week or maybe it was even last week no i think it was on monday we showed the video of the students the high school students that were being shown an lgbt propaganda video sorry booing it teachers like dude stop that right now you have to listen to the sexual propaganda. Just completely insane. But, you know, maybe, maybe not the reaction that people expected from high school students who are obviously getting sick of this perverted indoctrination that they're subjected to. And so they're pushing back against it. They're not the only ones to be experiencing this, however. Let's go down to clip number 19. School officials are in panic mode. 
over kids revolting against Pride Day. Let's watch. Displays of intolerance and homophobia are unacceptable. This type of intolerant rhetoric starts in the home. Parents angry at town hall over intolerance at Marshall Simons Middle School. Kids were asked to wear rainbow clothes in honor of Pride Spirit Day, but some organized a counter protest wearing red, white, and blue or black. The principal sharing a statement to families that Pride posters were ripped down, stickers ripped up, some students chanted USA are my pronouns, and students <laughs> showing Pride were intimidated. It was an unruly disruption, in fact, that was organized ahead of time. Oh, While some dear. parents were upset, others say it was overblown. Some of the kids threw the stickers on the ground. But, you know, I can only speak for my daughter. She just, she didn't want to wear that to school. It's not that she wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. She says her daughter felt coerced to participate in the Pride event and was offended by some of the messages, like this quote from Tennessee Williams. Human heart cannot be straight. It is curves and winds. And my daughter just kind of said, you know, Mom, that's, that's offensive to, to me, who I am straight. Look, mom, it's just it's it's very gay. <laughs> She's very gay, and I don't want to participate in it. Yes, they're flipping out and treating this like it's some sort of I don't know, uh, I don't know, like school shooter or something. Like they're they're freaking out about it. And they're just like this cannot this cannot pass. This can we cannot allow this to continue. And in fact, there was another video that I don't even think we played, but it was in the rundown yesterday of. Canadian school, like yelling at a Muslim student, being like, we respect your religion. You have to respect ours. And you're not welcome here if you're not going to participate in Pride Day. Just like, uh, oh, the tolerant, okay, the tolerant people are the ones saying, you're not welcome here if you don't submit to our religion. Fantastic. So that was in a uh, Boston suburb town, Burlington, Massachusetts, the Marshall Simmons Middle School chanting USA are my pronouns while wearing red, white, and blue clothing and face paint. The protest was reported to be a response to the school ignoring Memorial Day two weeks ago while going all in on LGBTQI plus indoctrination. Uh, yeah, they just refuse to wear like rainbow-colored clothing and just aren't, aren't interested in participating in this. Because not only is it a religion, like it has all of the hallmarks of a religion, that is not the religion that these students are but it's not anything that kids should even be interacting with anyway like it's a it's a religion but it innately has aspects of it that are just like adult like obviously right uh, it's about about sex at the end of the day about sexual gratification at the end of the day that's what all of this hubbub is about about like just carnal pleasure so kids shouldn't even be introduced to this. So I don't know how you have a religion that like destroys children's innocence right off the bat. But that's what happens. But there's something else that, well, this is really happening across the uh, across the board here. You've got the massive Target boycott, of course, the massive Bud Light boycott, which are continuing and are continuing to cause massive damage to those transnational corporations. Starbucks also apparently is taking down its pride. Material. Starbucks has banned Pride decorations in stores halfway through Pride Month. The company's workers' union claimed Tuesday, if true, it would be a stunning cave to the far-right anti-LGBTQ fury. But the coffee chain denies any such policies in place. 
The last two weeks, Starbucks workers have taken to social media to report that the company is no longer allowing pride decorations in store. Like, no, we unwaveringly support the LGBTQIA2 plus community, he said in a statement. The community of the twos, the two pluses. Like, obviously, Starbucks is not anti LGBTQ, but this is what an inquisition looks like. Like, they're furious that Starbucks spent only two weeks this year bombarding everybody with gay propaganda you have to spend the whole two months forcing this down everybody's throat or else you are caving to the right-wing terrorists who have done nothing other than boycott nothing other than just say yeah you know we're not going to buy from your company anymore they just can't handle that yeah we're not going to wear your rainbow flag this is a crisis this is an emergency what's happening yeah we're not going to send our kid to your school to have him you know taught how to you know meet men on the internet or chop his dick off you know it's just, i don't even like saying this stuff but it's like this is what they're teaching kids so good lord even the white house is having to backtrack on their support white house denounces attendees at pride event who posed topless saying this is unacceptable, simply unacceptable. I don't know. They were living in joy, though. You're saying it's not acceptable to live in joy? You're saying that they don't exist and you want to genocide them? Is that what you're saying, White House? I'm pretty sure that's what I've been programmed to understand. The White House is responding after several transgender uh, guests exposed their chest at the administration's pride celebration this past weekend. The incident uh, drew backlashes inappropriate, including from some conservative commentators, on Tuesday, the White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, told reporters the behavior was simply unacceptable. We've been very clear about that. It was unfair to hundreds of attendees who were there to celebrate their families. Whoa, are they saying leave the kids alone? Are they saying that this type of perversion doesn't belong in front of children? Because I'm pretty sure that makes them Nazis. I don't know, White House. I'm pretty sure you're white supremacists now. Pretty sure you hate the gays and want them genocided. You're not allowed to have any sort of mitigating response to this. You're not allowed to have any line over which you don't want people to cross. You have to be all in on the perversion. We expect to see completely naked men twerking and pole dancing in front of children on the White House lawn next year. You have to make this up to the gay community. <laughs> Just, And then they pretend to be offended that Trump had sex with a porn star. Okay, right. They're holding celebrations where naked men are revealing their female breasts on the White House lawn, and we're the problem. We'll get into the Gamergate aspect of this on the other side. But I, I, want, I want to look at this post. This is from somebody called Lambda Legal. They say this, pronouns aren't preferred, they're required. In other words, they're not asking, they're demanding. Like they're our boss. Like they can require something of us. They say using someone's correct pronoun is a simple act of kindness. You see what I mean? This like Dolores Umbridge meets Vito Corleone kind of attitude that these people have. It's just like, I'm not asking, I'm requiring. This isn't a request, it's a demand. 
a simple act of kindness. You're just being nice after all. It's like, okay, well, if it's a simple act of kindness, why are you threatening me if I don't go along? Either way, it wouldn't even be kindness. It would just be politeness. <laughs> I mean, not, it's not kindness. It can make a huge difference. Pronouns are a crucial part of someone's identity, and no one should have to explain why their pronouns matter and should be respected. You don't get to demand respect, and yeah, you have to explain this crap you came up with two years ago. It's brand new. You have to explain it. We don't have to accept it. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video Yeah, the backlash against the LGBTQ indoctrination, the pride religion that we're all being forced to adhere to or else we're all heretics, getting a lot of pushback. And again, I want to point to, I don't even know who Lambda Legal is. I don't really care. They're lawyers, I guess. So it's not like we're going to like them anyway, but. Maybe, I don't know. I guess they're gay. I don't know. I guess there's some sort of gay lawyer group. But regardless, the tweet they put out is pretty typical. And it sort of goes a lot to explain why there is backlash now. Now, there wasn't backlash before, you know. Now, the way they're going to portray this is as if, you know, there's some sort of seething hatred of gay people that. The right wing is fostering and more people are falling for their life. But no, it's because you people have attitudes like this where you say things like pronouns aren't preferred. 
they're required. This isn't a request. It's a demand. Then they say using someone's correct pronoun is a simple act of kindness. But it's not an act of kindness if uh, I'm being forced to do it, is it? Really not. Like saying the cashier was kind because she gave you your change. Like, no, she has to. (laughs) That's the job. It's not her money. She has to give it back to you. So it's like if it's required, if it's not an option, then you have removed any kindness or virtue that there is. Kind of like there's virtue in giving to a charity. There's not virtue in being forced to pay taxes that then goes to a charitable cause. See, when you strip it of its virtue, it just becomes the outcome of coercion. And that's the world that they're okay with, I guess. See, they don't, they don't really care if you actually understand and are actually being kind when you use somebody's pronouns because you respect and you know, want to make them comfortable. They just want to know you submit. And then it's a very simple act of kindness. Like, like Vito Corleone being like, yeah, we'll, we'll make a reasonable offer. Like, yes, it's very reasonable to sign a paper when the other option is getting your brain, uh, brains blown out by a gun. <laughs> so yeah, it's very kind and polite to submit to their force. Incredible. Yeah, it's not an act of kindness if you're uh, forced to do it. And, you know, they could do this in a way that would actually speak to people's kindness and politeness. It's really politeness. It's not kindness. It's a distinction, but it matters. Now, if this paper said something like, like if this post said something like, you know what? Use people's correct pronouns. It's the polite thing to do. We all got things going on in our own lives. Don't add to somebody's stress by misgendering them. It's just, it's polite. Just use their pronouns, please. Like, yeah, nope, that's no problem. Whatever. You look like a woman, I'll call you a woman. I'm about to check under the hood. (laughs) You know, it's fine. It's polite. Whatever. Like, nobody would have a problem with that. But then you start making demands. And now we have to stand up against you or else you're going to walk away thinking that you can intimidate us into doing things we wouldn't otherwise do. Now we have to stand up against you because you make these petulant demands like you're our boss, our sovereign. We're some peasant. You're some nobleman that can just order us to do things. You can't. And even if I would have done the thing before, now that you're threatening me, I'm going to not do the thing. I think we all expected the gay inquisition, actually. What do you think what do you think is gayer, the Pride Inquisition or the Catholic Church Inquisition? Uh, yeah, and then they say no one should have to explain why their pronouns matter and should be respected. No, nobody should be respected. No, nobody deserves to be respected without any reason and without showing any respect. Do you think this is respectful to us, these demands? Are you being respectful? No, but you're demanding respect from us. And, of course, a friend of the show, George Alexopoulos, says, uh, actually, kissing my butt is what's required. He didn't say it quite that politely, but we're on radio, so we'll keep it clean. Now, let's talk about the ongoing and now expanding boycotts. Not just Target, not just Bud Light. Apparently, Call of Duty saw what was happening to them and wanted to get in on the action. They, as we've covered, 
removed a popular streamer named Nick Merckx. They removed his bundle, basically kicked him from the game and from making money off of their partnership after he said, quote, leave the children alone. LGBT people should just leave kids alone, especially if they're not your children. Absolute morons. And this was you know, posted under a video of parents fighting like LGBT protesters. Like there was a big scuffle that broke out, Armenian parents against LGBT people. And people are acting like by saying leave the kids alone, he's somehow justifying violence against the LGBT community. It's like you're telling me that parents concerned about what their children are being taught have to like not protest because they're going to be attacked by a bunch of childless sterilized lg like gay activists you think that parents have to not defend themselves not stand up for themselves you think that if a if a group of parents want to rally in support of their children that a group of antifa gay people should be able to just run over their entire protest they have a bigger say they have a greater say they should be the ones in charge not the parents the parents should have to quietly give way to the gay activists who are demanding that they pervert their children ridiculous it's insane it's absurd and it's creating the next gamergate gamergate 2.0 we covered it before you've got massively popular streamers actually standing up for Nick Merckx, the streamer that had his bundle removed. People like Tim the Tatman, another extremely popular streamer, and Dr. Disrespect, probably the most popular or well-known streamer in video games who actually un- uh, uninstalled the game on his computer and encouraged his fans to do so until they got an apology for kicking Nick Merckx off. So I want to go to a video. This is just how this is being covered sort of in the game world on YouTube. This is a YouTuber, I believe, called RK Outpost. Here's him covering the backlash to Call of Duty, where they can't post anything on social media without it being totally drowned in comments from people saying, leave the kids alone. They've had to lock their entire social media, and they're starting to panic about this backlash. Let's go now to uh, this YouTuber called RK Outpost. But it's going to continue to get worse for them until they try to make this right, until they acknowledge that what they're standing on is absolute insanity. When you decide that someone using the phrase leave children alone is too radical for you, you have become a a woke activist or a company that is run by woke activists. Because that's not one, it's not anti-gay to see, say leave children alone. But parents, people all over this country, all over the world, they don't want their little children exposed to that type of ideology at schools when they're small children. This is insane right now. What are we talking about? A world where leave little children alone, stop trying to indoctrinate kids with sexual messaging, where that is considered a controversial statement by brands. So... The inverse must be true. You must be advocating. If you're going to take this type of stand and remove someone's entire bundle because of that, if you're going to effectively try to cancel them because of that, you must think that the opposite is what we need, is we need children being indoctrinated in all these type of sexualities at a very, very young age. That must be what you're saying, Call of Duty. This is the position they have decided to die on. They are dying on this hill that leave children alone is just so offensive. It is absolute bullshit. 
continue to get worse between locking down the replies and between, you know, having to delete tweets because maybe that was just too far. Maybe the backlash was just too much on some of those, but they're getting ratioed on every single thing they put out now. This is going to get worse before it gets better. Hey, if you want to make your voice heard, let them know. Leave children alone because clearly Call of Duty hasn't got the message yet. Let me know. Newsweek has the article, Call of Duty Boycott Calls as Activision Wades into LGBTQ Plus War. Of course, how that guy, RK Outpost on uh, YouTube, was uh, laying it down is exactly right. I mean, if you're going to say that saying leave kids alone is somehow anti-LGBTQ, like that's the hill you've chosen to die on. And the reason that I call this Gamergate 2.0 is if you remember Gamergate, it didn't start as being politicized. It started as people complaining about reviews and about uh, the gaming media being unfair and giving jobs to people who didn't deserve it. And then it became political because the left decided to make it political. They wanted to make it political. And what they ended up doing is politicizing and weaponizing their opposition who said, OK, it's political. It's going to be political. So that's the same thing happening here. If people aren't uh, firmly anti-LGBTQ. Uh, they just don't want to see their video games infiltrated. And when you people make it political and you people force your politics down their throats, they're going to stand up. And it's going to become political, and it's not going to be good for the game industry. It's going to be very good for uh, the independent people in the game industry as more people move away from these uh, really kind of worthless big video game companies. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not at a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com.